0: I am so blessed to have you as part of my committee, so it's exciting that I could have you in my group. Yeah, yeah it and it's so fun. Like, our job is to tell the world about CLC and you know introduce them to CLC, figure out the best place for them within our organization, and to make some change in our community.
1: Welcome to our podcast. Today, Cleveland Leadership Center program alumni will share their journeys about the education, connection, and inspiration they received going through one or more programs offered by CLC, the Cleveland Leadership Center. I'd like to thank MCPC for the use of the studio today. They say that leaders attract leaders, so it's no wonder that we are here at MCPC, a leading IT and data protection company with world headquarters right here in Cleveland, Ohio. We have Emily Adams joining us. She is Vice President, Employee Benefits Consultant at USI Insurance Services. And Emily is a proud graduate of Cleveland Bridge Builders, class of 2018. And as I mentioned before, Angela Zellner is Talent Coordinator for Lorraine City Schools. She is onboard Cleveland graduate, class of 2019. And my name is Michael Ferry. I'm the Director of Business Affairs at the Foundry Community Rowing and Sailing Center. And I've enjoyed my time with Cleveland Leadership under the Cleveland Leadership Institute segment, and I'm a class of 2018.
0: Angela Zellner back again, but joined with Emily Adams, who we talked about a little bit before earlier, the introduction. Emily Adams, can you tell us a little bit about yourself now that you're joining us? Oh, sure. Thanks for having me. By day, I am an employee benefits consultant with USI Insurance. Eight years now. It's gone by very, very quickly. Over the last five or so years, it's been so great to become more and more involved with the Leadership Center. And it's given me so many different opportunities to learn more about our community and give back in ways that I never thought were possible. So I'm so glad to be here and talk about my experience. Excited to have you. A short bit about myself. My name is Angela Zellner, talent coordinator for human resources at the Lorraine City School District, the alumni as of 2019, with you on the Clean Leadership Center Leadership Council. We're both on the cultivation committee together. I'm so blessed to have you as part of my committee. So it's exciting that I could have you in my group. Yeah, Yeah, and it's so fun. Like, our job is to tell the world about CLC and get people more involved or, you know, introduce them to CLC, figure out the best place for them within our organization and to make some change in our community. When it all started, why did you get involved in CLCMO? A couple of friends that were bridge builders, and they had fabulous experiences with bridge builders, either during the program or even outside of the program. They kind of developed direction for their volunteer experience after participating in bridge builders. So it was kind of like... Bridge Builders helped them determine where they wanted to be, and what they wanted to do, and how they wanted to make an impact. I was driven to Bridge Builders for all of those reasons. Then, after we were in Bridge Builders, from there, you just develop this immediate sense of community within the Leadership Center. You're just surrounded by a bunch of people who you have one common goal, and that's to make our city a better place. It's been really great. That's awesome. I know initially when I heard about CLC, I was working at the Cleveland Clinic and the group of inspiring leaders' goal is the group I was a part of. And on their page, they were advertising a leadership group, CBB. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was in such a place where I was looking for more. I was trying to be intentional about building relationships, making sure I networked with the right people because I worked third shift, Cleveland Clinic, and Laboratory Medicine. So I worked in an automated chemistry lab. So I wasn't really around too many people. And I was really thirsty and hungry to get around people, especially with that similar mindset about goal-orienting about career development, and about striving for more. And myself, I wanted to connect with community and know who I was serving when it came to me doing their testing in the automated chemistry lab. We're down here on third shift doing all this work, but we don't really know who we're doing work for. Yeah. When I did actually research more about CLC and the programs that they had, I didn't know if I was good enough to even apply or get accepted. But you know what? I was excited about filling out that long application, digging deep for those answers. And I had recently gone through grief counseling. On the back end of that, since I was being intentional about making relationships, I said, this is the right step to to take. I'll be in a realm of people who are like-minded and going after something greater and... I'll intentionally be building these relationships and I'll be forced to step outside of this bubble I've built around myself after coming out of grief counseling. So it was really an answered prayer when I got accepted into the Onboard Cleveland program. My goodness, it's it's been amazing since. Well, it's just the beginning. That yes. is for sure. So what were you hoping to get out of Onboard Cleveland? So I was hoping that I would be able to connect with the facilitators for one from all the sessions. I know Nick Aylward who was our director program for Onboard Cleveland. He said, make sure that you guys are are intentional about meeting each other and about connecting with these facilitators in the sessions because you have no idea what they can help you with or what kind of questions they can answer for you. So I was hoping that those connections would happen. I was hoping and going to make happen connections to my classmates And when I left out of there, I wanted to make sure that I was on the road to career change because all these ideas and all these amazing things were going on in my head and at work with learning how to communicate better, learning how to listen better, learning how to take care of the person next to me or value them more. And a lot of that came through CLC when I intentionally sat down and had breakfast, intentionally sat down and had coffee uh, with some of my classmates, even though I worked third shift. Somebody would meet me, you know, after my shift ended, we'd go have breakfast and then we'd be vulnerable with one another. We'd ask about how you got to where you got to. Tears were shed, you became closer. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, this is like a family. This is amazing. One of the things I love the most about your story is how Onboard changed your path, your career path Mm -hmm. and your direction and how it gave you the strength and bravery to make that shift. What about you? What were you hoping to get out of CBB or CLI? Well, people are my passion. So I I loved the opportunity to meet people that I wouldn't otherwise have come in contact with. People who have completely different stories, completely different paths, trajectories. When you were saying that you're kind of stuck in a third shift lab without personal connections, you know, the insurance industry is quite tight knit and small. <laughs> so... Um, You know, knowing people who are outside of my industry who can help me learn, develop, grow, and give me opportunities to give back to our community, that's what I was really hoping to get. And that's exactly what I did get. And, you know, our CBB class of 2018 was phenomenal. They were wonderful to me during a really challenging time. My youngest daughter was really sick. And I wasn't able to be as present within the class as I wanted to be because of Morgan being ill, but they were so supportive of me throughout that process. So many have remained in contact over the last several years. In fact, I have to give a shout out to that class because we had a fundraiser for my daughter. She was recently the patient mile champion at mile number nine for the Columbus Marathon um, to support our feeding clinic at Nationwide Children's. Saved Your Life. And the CBB class of 2018 put together this fantastic booze barrel Mm -hmm. um, for our fundraiser. And we were able to raise like $1,800 towards Mm -hmm. the comprehensive feeding clinic. I reached out and said, Hey, class, like, can you help Jason Nedley, like spearheaded the initiative? Everybody dropped off a bottle of something Mm -hmm. like you know east side west side south side <laughs> and we threw together an amazing booze barrel that everyone at the event at Great Lakes Brewing Company was so excited about it's that you know maybe you don't see these people every day maybe you don't talk to them every day but you know you can count on them mm-hmm. and you know that they're there to support you through you know some tough times so I'll never be able to really articulate how much mm-hmm. everyone in that that program meant to me but I hope that story gives you a little bit of a, you know glimpse that's awesome. It's, it's amazing. Like just the connections that are made and how deep they go. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the power of CLC, the way that they connect and put together a class. Cause when you apply, you don't always know what it's going to look like on the other side. Right. And they do a masterful job of grouping us together and then kind of like, well, now it's up to you. Are you going to put in what you want to get out? Right. And I, I truly was digging in and really wanted something on the other side of it. It's amazing what's come out on the other side. How was your program experience? I mean, like even applying or just going through the first few months? How yeah. was that? Well, actually, I didn't get in the first time that I applied. So that was... An experience that I'll never forget. Do you remember during applying for your college where you go to the mailbox and if it was a fat envelope, you know, you, you knew you got in. It. If it's a thin one, it was a declination letter. Well, I went to the mailbox this one day and I knew that the letters had been mailed and it was a thin envelope and I was crushed. But you know what? Looking back, that made me really dig in and figure out where the detriments were in my application and what I could be doing differently or where I could be serving more or differently. And so it didn't deter me... It kind of made me a little bit more interested and goal-oriented around it. So maybe I didn't take enough time and take the application seriously. I love how you said that you took your application really seriously. And I think that was a life lesson for me that I learned that I will always take other applications very, very seriously. But you know, I think there's a reason for everything. And maybe the class of 2017 wasn't the year for me. 2018 was it. Yeah. How was it getting to know your classmates in the in the first few months, or if you guys had like an opening retreat or something yeah. like that? How was that? Oh gosh, so fun! It's interesting. I think about it a lot. When I would look at the room, you know, you see people who are scared, they're quiet, they're you know, we're all getting to know each other. It was like speed dating the first day, uh-huh. and then you know, when we when I look at my class picture from graduation that I have um, framed in my office. We're all hugging each other and like close and, you know, it just, we went from strangers to family Mm -hmm. in a very short period of time when you think about it less than a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know one thing that really stuck out to me, or I guess I should say a few things with my program experience um, was the first was our retreat. We stayed at a hostel. So Nick had us bring only this many things because you only have this much space. So we stayed in the hostel and we were going on a scavenger hunt to find these nonprofits around the area in Ohio City, the Ohio City areas where we were. We had to get to know each other while we were doing these scavenger hunt. So when we reported back for dinner, which we all actually had to make, bring food back with us with only a certain amount of money. Um, um, <laughs> we had to get to know each other you had to be intentional about asking questions you had to make sure you weren't out of being weird and being uh disingenuine yeah because me at the time i was forcing myself to be intentional i know what i wanted but i was kind of closed off because it was hard to get out of that shell but it's almost like the shell opened up very easily and people were asking the right questions and i felt very comfortable um and having to spend that that day scavenger hunting together and finding quote-unquote finding food and coming together and having dinner made and waking up the next morning and 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 then going to serve at the men's shelter kind of had brought us together in such a way where we saw a lot of things that maybe some of us hadn't seen before. When it came to the following sessions, you could sit by anybody who you wanted to because you were connected from that first initial experience. The other thing that really stuck with me was um, really connecting to my session facilitators and moderators. When we went to Foundry, when we went to Magnet, all these places had great connections. And, and one that resonated with me was, I believe, at Foundry, where Susan Puppier came in and shared about your why and storytelling. Because I was in such a place where I was leaning in about career development and like, what are my next steps? I had uh, an informal board of mentors I had at the Cleveland Clinic and the Education Department at um, the PLMI Um, Institute. And they were all like rooting for me because in the application process that I was intentional about, I said, I can pay for this myself because I want it. But how can I get you guys to support me? How can I get the Institute to support me? Because I'm doing this to give back here. And so that I can uh, make sure I'm doing something for my peers so that I know that we uh, can connect to our community. There's more that we can do, but how can you guys support me and the institute chairman at the time had a check checkbook so that I could um, go through the program without having to come out of my own pocket. So they saw what I was doing at work already and wanted to come behind me and support me in that. I love how you mentioned the importance of having a why and storytelling, because I often think about how the Leadership Center has helped me through that my why and Process and the storytelling process. And I think honestly, well, you have to be humble. You certainly have to be kind, you know, to everybody that you meet in all of these programs because we all come from different places, have different stories. I personally think you should be humble and kind all the time, especially in CLC, to develop those connections, drop the guard. And then as you develop those relationships, you develop out your opportunity for all of these people and help to support and develop your why. So I think back to 2018, and I was involved in a decent amount of stuff. But now I'm involved in a lot. And I feel like I'm making much more of an impact in our community. Not as much as I want to, you know, I'm a dreamer and a doer, and I want to always make as most of an impact as I possibly can. But the CLC has really helped develop that why. And I think when I look at you and I listen to your story, I think that's really true for you too. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, def- it definitely has been quite a journey. Just like you said, there's something that I knew what path I was on or so that I knew like, oh, this is important or no, oh, this does matter. I remember sitting down with Susan after the session ended that she gave at, at Foundry. And I said, can I connect with you? Because I'm in a space right now where I'm taking feedback like crazy. And I think what you have to share was so important. And that was 2018, 2019. And we're still connected today. I try to reevaluate all the time. Okay, maybe once a year <laughs> um, about where I am career wise, where I am in my personal life. And she had this list of questions that she would go through, try to reevaluate like where you are mission wise, what do people think of you? What character traits are important to you? You know, I go through these, and she sits down with me. And we kind of talk back and forth about what this looks like and then where I am currently in my career. What am I, what am I doing to move forward? Mm-hmm. Who, who is around me supporting me? Who else do I need to be talking to? And I found that all these people that CLC was surrounding me around, including themselves, like Rachel Chumcha and Nick Aylward and new Bob Kirshner, who was new at the time in 2018 and Marianne Crossley, all these people were just family and they cared so much. And I was glad to kind of add them to the board of mentors because now I can kind of tap Marianne if I need to and just ask for some advice. Or follow up, or even like this, since we're on the leadership council together, you get to kind of spearhead certain projects mm-hmm. and you can ask for their input. Or, like, I have five million things going on. Can you kind of give me some advice on what to say no to? Because I have this happening and this happening. What's a healthy way to navigate this? So, I have kind of included them in my back pocket, like, I love you guys and your family. Can you assist me with this? Right. So, I think that's a super important part of the process when adding people to your, I guess, informal of mentors. Um, from CLC, from my experience, and don't you think anyone that you've met who has either is an, a CLC employee, like the ones that you've mentioned, or um, part of you know Leadership Cleveland, Bridge Builders, Onboard, anybody that you meet, it's the wall is immediately knocked down. You have an immediate commonality in the fact that you want to do better, be better, and you're a doer and a dreamer. And so it's this like immediate connection that you have with people who might be unlike you, but they're like you and that they share the reason, you know, for being in CLC and for making our community better and supporting, you know, individuals within our community who are really um, able to make change. So yeah, I just, I will always sing CLC phrases. That's for sure. Absolutely. When you just said that, it made me think my um, first 24 hours, um, mm, first 24 hours, yes, of the retreat with Onboard, we went to the Cleveland Book Bank, mm-hmm. um, to volunteer there and give some hours and to learn about that. that nonprofit. And I remember after, mm, yes, 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 summer, July 2019, June 2019, I want to say, we were having our laboratory, our laboratory professionals week. Shout out to all the laboratory professionals ASCP, ACLS, um. We were hosting Lab Week, and I wanted us to make sure that we connected our laboratory, all shifts, to our community. And I said, the way to include all shifts is by taking these book bank boxes and having everyone donate books from their home. If if we can't go out and sort, that's fine. But any way that we can connect, we can donate books. So I, I put that past the committee, which I was on for Lab Week. And I went to the book bank. I collected the yellow boxes. We made our own boxes, and we had them shipped out to regional campuses, FHCs, and then um, you know all the lab, all the laboratory uh, personnel and people who are affiliated were excited. Like we get to be a part of something because mm-hmm. um, oftentimes if you're third shift or second shift or a campus far, far out, it feels like you're forgotten. You might not be, but you feel like you are. But that was a way for all of us to connect. So for a month, we collected books, dropped them off, and I shared with people, like, you're making a difference. Like, you're connecting with the community right now. Don't you think that it really is the small things that can be big things? Yes. That's what I teach my kids all the time. You know, the little things that we can do to help someone else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, pay it forward in some way, shape, or form. Um, they really are big things mm-hmm. and I think that was a great example I mean think of how many littles you helped smile or learn you know propel their reading um, and yeah I mean it's great so we I love what Brian Lane said earlier that leaders show up leaders I would add to that that leaders show up and leaders do they they show up. In a way to make others want to also help to be better to do better um so yeah that's a great example and and, and it matters like not to forget about the one because you are absolutely right just like what brian Lester was sharing about the students that he works with in touch with one life and i felt that way about my peers that i worked with when i was at the Cleveland clinic before i made the career change i had my heart had turned in such a way after counseling Where you know, I cared about people before, but it was a different way now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like Oh, you deserve gratitude. You do you deserve value. Right. How can I connect you with the community or things that you can do that will kind of fill you up but at the same time it's making a difference in their lives as well. Right. I really leaned in caring about people and really valuing them. And then when I was at CLC, it it kind of ignited the flames and like fanned them even wider, like, oh my goodness, it's a it's a fire, it's a forest fire. She's, she really cares she's and she's doing on fire. all this stuff across <laughs> the shifts and she's you know implementing these, these new things because she wants to connect us to the community. And like the men's minority health care that goes on each year, I, I don't think they held it in 2020. I always did the HIV, HIV screenings with one of the nurses. because um, she says, the way that you're connecting with people, like you wouldn't think you work in a laboratory. People just think we were hazmat seats and are in the dark in a basement. <laughs> we are in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing great work. But it's also amazing to be able to connect with people yeah. because it matters to have that connection so you know this specimen means something. It's part of somebody and they're waiting for something important to come back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was amazing to be able to connect like you're part of the community and it's a free service, but I see you, I look into your eyes, or I'm laughing with you, we're having conversation. And I think those pieces also help propel me into like, I need to make a career change. This people connection thing is happening and connecting with the community this is important. Mm-hmm. And the way my heart has been turned since counseling, even more so towards people I think I need to step into that space. in yeah. CLC, would you not know it? One of my cohort members, his wife is the one who recruited me for my job, my um, past boss. So amazing. Well, how you didn't support. just step into this space, though. You jumped into this space. <laughs> and that was very brave. Geronimo. <laughs> yes. Very, very brave. <laughs> um, is there anything about your CLC experience that you would have liked to change? Like, What could have improved the onboard Cleveland program for you, do you think? I remember kind of rehashing this question before when it was asked initially, and I was like, I wouldn't change anything. Almost, I would make it longer. But the thing is, I could have just signed up for another program and applied to see if I gotten that one. Yeah. (laughs) Because they did such a good job. I know each year is a little bit different. They might do like one, one year, I think 2019, 2020, that, that span of years did the redlining. So they got to see, you know, the project that went around redlining. I didn't get to do that because it wasn't available in 2018. I don't believe in, in Cleveland. They weren't showing that. But I wish I could sign up for even more experiences that weren't available for 2019. Mm-hmm. But Nick Aylward did an amazing job as a director of that program. So I, I wouldn't change anything. But it's almost like I wish I could jump into other programs like 2021. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Can, I, can I jump in and you know join you with this? But that's the pow- that's power and the blessing of, hey, you can always sign up for another program or continue to be part of CLC, right? For me, it's two things when I look back on it. I mean, I kind of wish I could get a redo because with Morgan's health, that was such a challenge during that time. I didn't feel like I could be fully present and fully... I was appreciative of the time, but I I just couldn't be fully present. I would love a redo for one. And the second one is I would have... I think it's important to do these immersive type programs like you explained with Onboard when you are going and serving the men's community and serving in a homeless shelter and doing all those types of things. I think those are extremely important. It creates a level of humility that you can't hardly describe sometimes. And, you know, coming from out of an experience like that where you're serving people who are less fortunate than you and then also trying to make their day better, make someone's day better, right? You know, affecting that one person's life. More of that I wish people would do. And, you know, like serving through the Greater Cleveland Food Bank through, um, through the pandemic. That's a perfect example. And, you know, shout out to them and a quick plug, but they're still needing volunteers all the time. They're still serving thousands of people in the Muni lot almost two years later. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So doing more of that, I think, would be great. I mean, in Bridge Builders, we learned a lot about the community because we traveled around and had all of our meetings at really interesting community spaces. But I think more like direct give back opportunities to further ground you and to share a bigger experience with your new friends in the program and to create commonality would have been really great. I mean, that would made, mean that the program would have to be longer. And yes. it's already what I almost <laughs> a year. <laughs> I mean, I wish we had a lifetime program, you know, where we just kept on giving back. But, you know, that's what continued membership in CLC is also really helpful to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I got to experience that with... Because um, they're always asking for volunteers sometimes when it comes to being on the on the leadership center, leadership council. Mm-hmm. So like, look up to Cleveland. I think I mentioned it earlier in the introduction is uh for high schoolers so i volunteered this summer with the look up to cleveland group um i had to reach back into my old camp counselor days like how do you connect with these students again (laughs) just care about them and have conversations essentially that's what it was but it was fun to take them on their scavenger hunt through downtown and just connect with them uh i I made them come out of their shells a little bit by you know posing pictures they were at a certain statue like pretend you're doing this Pretend you're doing this just to try to loosen them up a little bit. Yeah. So you got to give back in that way and connect with the students from different areas who were going to the lookup program. And then there was also the Connect to Cleveland um, at the 2030 Club, Cleveland Alliance, CLC, some other sponsors. I'm sorry, I forgot who hosted that. Um, I want to say two months ago in August, or it was the beginning of September, I'm Losing that, but um, they had a scavenger hunt throughout Cleveland once again. But it was mm-hmm. for people who were either you know, young professionals or college students or new to Cleveland or boomerangs, and they just got to run around Cleveland on scooters or even either, either by foot with their teams and go through the scavenger mm-hmm. hunt. I volunteered as one of the clue givers, but it was awesome because the thing is, you're immersing yourself. There are people from who who are from Akron or Summit County, I guess it's to say, who were coming in for I think Velisano was at the shout out to Cleveland Clinics Belis, Vel and they were asking, Well, what are you guys doing? What, what are you handing out? I'm like, these are clues. They're doing a scavenger hunt around Cleveland. She's like, I I've come from Akron only a few times a, a year out here, but that's kind of awesome. You guys have Cleveland's really changed a lot. I'm like, Absolutely. not shared with her who we were. Right. Um and it's so nice to to be able to say that we're helping in a larger scale larger capacity to make that change yeah. we're a small piece of it but mm-hmm. efforts are strong <laughs> yeah so i also wanted to make sure i shared with you how running into a random clc person i know we kind of touched on this but what this looks like <laughs> so i was in brunswick two weeks ago and i was at maple site farms and just randomly in line for a hay ride. Because uh, it's cool and it's fall right now. Right. And um just started chatting up the person in front of me. And I said, my goodness, this young lady just seems as if she has leadership spewing off of her and rolling off of her back. Once we got to talking, I said, well, what do you do outside of work? She said, well, I love, you know, you know, going to different things for work, etc, etc. Cetera, et cetera. I'm like, do you do any leadership type things? Or, you know, she's like. Actually, I'm a part of a leadership center, I think leadership center. There's an onboard class. I'm like, class 2022? Oh my gosh! And, um. From there, I was just jumping up and down and screaming. And I know she was with her brother and he's like, what's happening? Right. Um, but we were just, like you said, the walls just came down and we were like, right. Oh my goodness, what's it like for you? And, you know, I'm just you know, fanning the flames and like blowing her up. Like, this is amazing. I'm so excited for your experience, or what you're going to go through. You are just, you know, you will not be disappointed. Come to Open House. I know you already part of it, but come to Open House and bring people with you, you know, virtually on November 9th because I want them to hear about if you want to your experience even going through the application process right so it's it's amazing how like you said when you run into somebody you have the conversation and then you're like there's something there and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like we're we're, we're sisters yeah <laughs> we're sisters in clc yeah it was amazing same thing that brian lane mentioned when he was talking he had that hat on and you know, right they were like oh and i love his story i mean he moved here from a totally different state yeah Somebody or multiple people told him, you know, the anchor of your experience in Cleveland is going to be the Cleveland Leadership Center. Get involved. And it was in, as soon as he got involved with CLC, he developed friends, he developed, you know, business connections, and he immediately saw the great things that we're doing for our community and wanted to be a part of it. So it, it really accelerated his love for Cleveland. And um, I love it. Um, So I wanted to say that this has just been amazing to have this talk with you, Emily. I know that this is special for us just coming off of the Cultivation Committee and wanting to make sure we get the word out about the different programs that we have. Mm -hmm. These offerings bring awareness and understanding for uh, social and economic issues and they increase participants. And we want them to have the desire and the capacity to address these different, I guess, social and economic issues. And by building and form the connected and committed leaders that have the knowledge and skills and desire to work together to confront or conquer challenges facing greater Cleveland, we're building a better community for all. So I want to thank everybody who sat down with us today for joining us at Cleveland Leadership Center's Alumni Live feature recording. So we hope that you do go visit our website at cleaveleads.org or tap our handles, hashtag weleadclea on Instagram or cleaveleads on Instagram. Thanks so much for visiting with us today. Yeah, thanks for being here.
1: More information about Cleveland Leadership Center can be found at our website, cleveleads.org. Remember the .org, not a .com, it's a .org. But you'll find a lot of information on the website about all of our different classes and offerings and how can you impact your community. Learn how to become a leader.
0: Hey guys, remember to join us for our Cleveland Leadership Center Open House happening virtually November 9th, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m. You can hear us talk about different programs that Cleveland Leadership Center offers. Different program alumni will also share their stories there as well. You guys get excited because we are will definitely be there. We want to meet you too. Come on out, visit us, register for free, and get that link. See you there. Hey everyone, we want to make sure that you're able to visit Cleveland Leadership Center on our website. So visit That's cleveleads.org. That's C-L-E-V-E-L-E-A-D S dot org. And also our handles. Visit our Instagram page at Cleveleads and hashtag we Lead Check out the live stories we may have there or even just past experience and past events that we've done. We are excited to see what you have to say. Comment on some of our posts.